0: It's time for High Performance Mindset this morning on The Country Club with Dr. Sindra Campoff And Sindra is here. Good morning, Sindra. Good
1: morning. Great to be here.
0: Good to be here clean and dry.
1: I know. Sounds like Out you had a, a great weekend. A mud. <laughs> it was well,
0: a wet and, weekend. In hindsight, it will be great. Remember how we talk about, eh, if it rains, at least we have all these great stories we tell. Right now, we're still sort of disgruntled about it
1: all. I just told her, I said, give us a couple of weeks.
0: Yeah. It'll and then I'll hear all about yeah. your stories. And then after that, it'll be, well, Oh yeah, it was muddy. And yeah, somebody pulled us out. And remember the time it was muddy? We were going to have to start saying, remember the time it wasn't muddy? It was 100 degrees. Your beliefs impact your (laughs) destiny is the, uh, I believe it's never going to be nice when we go to Windstock as far as the weather goes. So that kind of, you know, that kind of attitude, right? So it can definitely affect my destiny. For sure. That's the topic we have today. Yeah. Um, And we'd like to start with a quote.
1: All right, this is a quote by Tony Robbins. He said, whatever you hold in your mind on a consistent basis is exactly what you experience in your life.
0: I like that one because it is like your it's basically your attitude can affect so much.
1: Absolutely. So
0: uh, let's start with a story.
1: You know, my family and I, we've been watching the NBA finals um, and Golden State Warriors just won their third NBA championship in four years, beating LeBron James in Cleveland four games to zero And uh, Coach Steph Curry, or not Steph Curry, (laughs) Steve Kerr of the Golden State Warriors has been really mindful of the Warriors kind of battling complacency, especially like 82 games in a season and now it's their third consecutive finals appearances. So they brought in Tony Robbins, who is a personal development coach, bestselling author, entrepreneur, right before the playoffs started. And this is what he said. You know, the team has been plagued with injuries in the last few weeks, including like Draymond Green and Steph Curry. And he said, greatness is demanded by the playoffs. And it all comes down to constantly raising your standards, knowing that there's always another level and believing there is another level. And it's the little things that make the difference. And today what we're talking about is our beliefs and how those make a big difference in terms of what we do with our lives. And, you know, the Warriors wouldn't have been able to win without beliefs of supporting each other, of teamwork, um, of sacrifice and kind of believing in their their ultimate potential and that their team could continue to dominate.
0: Right. And so how come this topic is important for us here today, looking at that going into a Monday?
1: Yeah, going into a Monday. I think, you know, it's probably one of the most important things we've talked about for a while here, because everything that we see and everything that we are and everything we do is a really a filter of our beliefs. And there's a clear mind and body connection between, you know, our beliefs and how we end up performing or what we do with our lives. And so What's interesting is that we're not born with the beliefs, right? So if we were dropped into a different city with different parents, we'd probably have different beliefs. And some of these beliefs are conscious, some of them are unconscious based on what we grew up with and what we are exposed to. And what we see and what we hear is different because they're filtered through our beliefs. And some of our beliefs are untrue, especially beliefs about ourselves. And that's why we really need to be aware of them, because, again, what we do who we are, what we feel is based on our belief system.
0: I, uh, you know, I notice it a lot with other people. Specifically, I can throw my kids into this mix or kids that I've coached where they're like, well, I'm never going to win. Sure. Oh, they're, always, they're so much better than us. We're just going to do this and get killed. <laughs> you know. And I'm like, you guys yeah. can't automatically walk into a performance and say that. You're dooming yourself. Even how many times have we said the fake it till you make it? Walk in. With confidence, like you are just going (laughs) to destroy this thing. And if it doesn't come out that way, then it doesn't come out that way. But you don't even stand a chance if you've given up before you even walk in. Yeah. So what kind of things then like that? Because I'm guilty of that, too. I get affected by that. I'm getting better at it in old age. But what what impacts our beliefs that way? Like what kind of
1: things cause us to do that? I think what we're exposed to impacts our beliefs. You know, our peers impact our beliefs and who we hang out with impacts our beliefs. Our parents also impact our beliefs and they play an important role. So, you know, they impact how we see relationships and what we view as safe, how we view money. You know, they, they also impact our self-image. And sometimes what I think is really interesting is if like if we're struggling with our self-image, sometimes that meant that our parents. Oh, OK, too,
0: right? yeah, I yeah. get that. I think yeah. back to when I was in high school as well. And I think when I was a junior and a senior between those two years of football, we won three total football games. And prior to my senior year, mm-hmm. they hadn't won a homecoming football game in like seven years. And so there was... Mm-hmm. I mean, in the community, there was negativity. In right. the school, there was negativity. Amongst right. the team, there was negativity.
1: Yeah.
0: And we were able to win that homecoming game, which was really great. Awesome. But it was one of those things that... Uh, and you had to overcome quite a bit just to Absolutely. do that. So yeah. let's talk about beliefs then again, because obviously if your okay. whole town is telling you your football team sucks, right. you know, that's right. going to be tough over the course of a decade or more before you start turning things around. So give us an example today that you have about beliefs.
1: So I'm thinking about how beliefs are like glasses that we see through. And when we take, up off, take off our glasses and put on new glasses, you see different beliefs. So let's say you see a dog, right? You're, you're walking or you're running somewhere and you see a dog and you might think danger, or fear or you might see protection and love if you're looking at that dog right and sometimes I notice when I'm running maybe because of my past experiences of being attacked by dogs yeah. I'm really really cautious right sure. way too cautious and then I freak myself out and this is based on our own beliefs and what's happened in our past how we've come to see dogs <laughs> so what we see is what we're looking for right? and we can't yeah. even see what we're not looking for
0: so what is the biggest limiting belief that we have about ourselves
1: I think the biggest, biggest limiting belief is unworthiness. Like, you know, they won't like me or I'm not worth it or kind of disapproval. And one of the things I find is it's constantly damaging our own relationships, our potential for our kids, our confidence and our future. And I think it also impacts our health and the fear that we experience and the decisions we make. But remember like beliefs control your body, right? And sometimes we just have to remember that these are lies, okay? And so our belief in our unworthiness is really somebody else's opinion. Maybe someone told us that, you know, we weren't worth it when we were young or we got this message some other way by people not talking to us in a group or something like that. And so, you know, it's based on how we perceive a message in some way. And I think it's important that we realize this is just a lie.
0: So how do we unlearn those beliefs? That's a great question. Isn't a great question?
1: I think the number one thing is to remember is that a belief is a skill. Okay, this is what I mean. And we've learned it. We can unlearn it. It's going to take practice, but and intention. But we can unlearn it. And you know, one of the things that I keep on reminding myself is I can't. I can't get to where I want to go without up leveling, like leveling up my current belief system. Mm. So I'm constantly doing this in my own mind, right, to level myself up and reach my goals. And I think about Roger Bannister. Right, in 1954, he became the first man to run under a four minute mile, and scientists and doctors thought it was impossible. Like that our heart would explode. Or nobody could ran. do this. Yeah. nobody could do this if we really ran that fast. But Roger believed it. And then the next 12 months, like dozens of people ran under four minute.
0: So take one person and then people follow in their footsteps. Exactly.
1: Uh-huh. Exactly. So what should we do? Okay. This is the big question for the day. <laughs> so I think remember to get to your goals, you have to up level, like level up your current belief system. So the first thing is to think about is like, what goal are you going after? And I'll give you an example of me. It's kind of a bit. It's a pretty big goal. I wanted to write five books in five years. So I got three more to go (laughs) in four years, right? So now second, after you've thought about that goal, ask yourself, what beliefs do you need to hold to get to that goal? So I need to believe that I'm a good writer and my message has value. Now, next is like, ask yourself, what beliefs do you need to let go of or uproot to not, that you need to not believe in? So I need to not believe that writing is a waste of time or I don't have time to write, okay? So again, think about what goal you're going after, what beliefs do you need to hold to get up, go after that goal, and then what beliefs do you need to let go of? And I would actually encourage you to write that down. Mm. And then I would tell you to say, you know, in your mind, I used to believe that I wasn't a good writer, but now I believe it's my calling, right? So I used to believe blank, but now I believe blank. There you go. And that's actually true about myself. I used to believe I wasn't a good writer, but now I believe it's my calling. Mm. Or I used to believe I was fat, but every day I'm getting thinner. Or I used to believe I was terrible at remembering people's names, but now I'm being intentional to remembering them. Uh-huh. Right? Okay. Or I used to believe I was terrible at working out and hated it, <laughs> but now I uh, every day I'm committing to working out. So I used to believe blank. Now I believe blank.
0: All right, fill in those blanks, right, mm-hmm. and make mm-hmm. it uh, make it something a little bit more positive for you. Forget that negativity. Could you, uh, this is a good topic, actually. Mm -hmm. This is a really good one. And I don't think we've talked about it that much here before. Not not for for a long time. Uh, So can we summarize today? How would you summarize this?
1: I'd say high performers know that they need to examine their beliefs and they pay attention to what they believe, just noticing it and examining if it helps them reach the potential or not. And they ask themselves these important questions like, what beliefs do I need to hold to get to my goal? And what beliefs do I need to uproot? And they remember that beliefs are a skill, that they can unlearn them with practice and intention.
0: Nice. And the power phrase is something we always wrap up with. I like this because it's available on social media. It'll go out in a tweet. Mm -hmm. You can cut and paste and print and put right on your bathroom mirror or your computer screen if you want to, or just like it and save it and have it there to look at when you need it. What is today's power phrase?
1: I have the power to choose my beliefs. I choose empowering beliefs so I can choose to reach my potential.
0: Perfect. Dr. Sindra Camp off with us today. There are two books: the book and then the workbook yes, that goes along with I, it. I know, so like I got two. <laughs> three more to go in yep. four years. She'll be uh, getting cracking on those here pretty soon. But if we yep. want to get a hold of the book or the workbook that yes. goes that goes with it or the podcasts, or any of this stuff that we talk about here, what's the best way for us to connect with you?
1: You can head over to drcindra.com, so D-R-C-I-N-D-R-A. Um, and we put this podcast up uh, tomorrow, so if you want to re-listen to this, you can head over to High Performance Mindset on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, iHeartRadio, anywhere like that, and you can re-listen. And- you can find all the information at drcinder.com.
0: All right. Yeah, Thanks these go me. up there too, but these uh, these po- these shows along with the podcast go up with a lot of uh, other people that are experts in their field and you can get some yes. real good advice. Mm-hmm. And some of the things we talk about here kind of leak back and forth. I noticed when I listen, you know, I was like, hey, we talked about that. Aha! Yes. yes. She's, <laughs> she learned it there and she brought it to it. us and yes. we learned it, you know, and it's great to be able to do that.
1: Yeah, I just Um, interviewed a surgeon who, uh, is one of his best in the, in the field. And it was really fascinating about how he uses mindset to be a better surgeon. Oh, wow.
0: For sure. Yeah. I I have to imagine. Really good. Dr. Sindra Mm -hmm. Kampoff with us today for high performance mindset. Thank you once again.
1: Thanks for having me today.
0: You bet. Good to see you. We'll have you back in again next Monday here on Minnesota 93.